and welcome to a ghost-written episode of <laughs> We Only Look Thin. I am one of your hosts, Donald Weigel, and I have lost about 100 pounds. And with me, as always, is... Catherine Weigel. I am your wife, and I have lost 145 pounds. And much like another episode recently... We are not doing any work on this episode. We are just taking a little bit of a vacation, and we have a uh, ghost-written episode by dear listener Kendra. Now, just saying something is ghost-written doesn't mean that it's actually written by a ghost, -ghost? which would be super cool if that was the case. Oh my gosh, that would be so fun if we just had like a magic eight ball that just wrote episodes for us or just told us. It sure would. Um, but we uh, we recently uh, solicited for uh, tips of the week from listeners, and we got an amazing email from listener Kendra, where she gives about a dozen different tips. So many tips. Um, and most of which we've never really touched on before, and uh, we thought it would be really interesting to have a special guest on the episode who wasn't actually on the episode. <laughs> So uh, are we going to use different voices or are we just going to use our voices and Yes. Okay. Yes, we're we'll going to We're going to wing it and see how it goes. Uh maybe I'll do grandma business again. Oh, no, please don't. <laughs> um if I anybody's mean, I been listening for choices. a long time, grandma business was something I did a long time ago. Oh, fun times. Fun fun times. But uh Kendra wrote in and uh, gave us so many tips uh that we thought we would go through and uh give them all to you. Yep. And I think we definitely use our own jokes over and over and over again. So it's actually refreshing to us too to maybe have some different perspectives. She talks about my fitness pal. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. If you know what it is, let us know. Yeah, I've never even heard of that before. <laughs> Um, But uh, in all seriousness, um, I think it is good to get uh, some new perspectives on some things. And, you know, getting new perspectives on things is what really has helped us to get to our goal weight and maintain because we get stuck in our own heads and we uh, sometimes have this tendency to really think that there's only one right way to do something. And Get stepping outside of that comfort zone and listening to other people and the way that they've accomplished goals can really be helpful to you. You know, maybe you're saying to yourself, well, you know, the way Donald and Catherine does it doesn't work for me, but is there some other way? And, you know, I think Kendra's got a lot of good ideas here that, um, that maybe we didn't think of or, or she does things slightly differently, you know, to accomplish the same goals uh, that we do. Yeah, I know. I feel like all we do is talk about tatiki and rebounding. As yeah, like that's the right. Two weird tricks that people use. <laughs> There's no talk of rebounding in this episode. There's no talk of tatiki. So you're yeah. getting off easy on this episode. And uh, but we really appreciate the the detailed feedback, uh, and we're delighted that it will fill up an entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell people that. <laughs> But we are. It's pretty great. No, there are times when I'm just like, hey, Donald, how can we work like jelly beans into an episode title? Like, oh, that'll be fun. This one, this is solid content from Kendra. The episode Ghost Wrote Itself, basically. It did. So uh, shall we get started? We shall. Okay, I will get started now. So uh, Kendra starts out, hi, Donald and Catherine. Hi. Hello. Uh, my name is Kendra. We've already talked about that. Why didn't, we... 
Why are you mentioning it again? Oh, such a waste of time. Um, and I have lost almost 30 pounds and I'm currently working on getting to a clean 30 lost and then maintaining that long enough to join the National Weight Control Registry. Congratulations. Yeah. I have been talking about joining that reg that control thing for a long time i have not done it yet so i appreciate the reminder i probably mentioned like once every other month i'm like i really need to look into that weight control registry and then i don't actually do anything about it yeah maybe we can do it after this podcast maybe we can maybe we can maybe by the next episode we will have done it how about yeah that, that sounds good okay so uh, i found your podcast through the r lose it ama thank you i'm so yes. glad that you watched that read it read it read it, read it on that's reddit what it's called yeah Actually. exactly and listen to the entire show starting from episode one and i loved it so much it is like having two funny supportive encouraging but no nonsense friends in my head all the time it is it really really <laughs> <We're> is no <laughs> nonsense which is weird because we're basically nonsense yeah it's all whatever. nonsense um i was sad to catch up but i've been starting going through another weight loss podcast insert name of other weight we loss podcast redacted here. it uh, I've been listening to that redacted podcast backlog, and that's been helpful as well. But it's lacking in puns and vuvuzela noises. We guarantee that we are the only weight loss podcast that has puns and vuvuzela sounds. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I think, what did we decide that was? That was actually a, a horn, not a vuvuzela. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was like the DJ air horn noise, <laughs> actually, not actually a vuvuzela. But whatever. We've decided to appropriate the vuvuzela. Look, it's our show. We can call yeah. things whatever we like. Yeah, ask for your money back. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so without any further ado, here are my general health-related tips that have helped me. So the first one is four steps. If you have a smartwatch slash fitness tracker, see if you can get a watch face that shows your current steps and floors of the day right on the watch face so you always know where you're at. Mine used to just buzz if I hit the goal, which is nice, but it didn't motivate motivate me throughout the day to work towards a goal. And I do this all the time. Um, you know, we have, uh, Catherine and I have Fitbits and you can change the digital watch faces on them. And I have one that I leave uh, set to, I can see my steps, my steps for this hour because I try and get 250 steps every hour throughout the day uh, for, for 12 hours of the day. And then it's got my floors right on the watch face. And there are several of them that I rotate through that all have that same information. But I find that if I, if I see it there, it is a reminder to get it for one, every time I look at the watch. And then two, um, it's much easier for me to track my progress when all I have to do is, is look at the face rather than go searching through menus to see how far I've gotten. Well, and it's definitely a bummer because there are watch faces that are super fun. Maybe they have a cute kitten on them. Yeah. Maybe it has like a holiday festive sweater situation going on. Or a cute kitten wearing a holiday festive oh, sweater. Oh, fun. If it had a Steeler sweater on, that would just be Yeah, perfect. that would be really good. But there are watch faces that have very limited data, uh, you know, and it looks nice, but it doesn't have the content. And I totally agree with Kendra that having all of those details right on your watch face that you can just click away. I'm actually not wearing my Fitbit right now. I'm charging it because 
we're podcasting. And I looked at my watch to pretend to scroll through my <laughs> wrist. Uh, she scrolled through screens on her wrist. Yeah. So uh, I totally agree. Good one, Kendra. Thank you, Kendra. Okay. And this one's from Kendra. Oh, also from Kendra. <laughs> okay. For steps, uh, bounce on a yoga ball or dance in place during work calls. Even if you don't have a rebounder, that will be the only mention of a rebounder in this episode, <laughs> aside from the ones that we just had. Rebounder. Um, Oh, wait, I said it again. Doing the waltz or salsa or some other repetitive dance movement or stepping back and forth will get your steps up while you stay in the same spot, paying attention to whatever slide deck is happening. This does not work for Zoom calls. Uh, people will will see that, but definitely... Uh, well, you just turn your camera off, which I actually have done at work, and I've gotten steps. while, like I put myself on mute, turn my camera off, and then I'll get steps while the call is going on. That's awesome. I had to do my annual compliance training for you know, workplace safety and I have whatever. one of those coming up. Actually, it's, it's almost due. I had seven of them due and I, uh, I won't say rebounded. I bounced in place. <laughs> <laughs> I bounced in place on a mini trampoline, on a mini trampoline, which is not called a rebounder. No. <laughs> well, we can do whatever we want. We can say rebound as much as we would like. Uh, but doing that while watching the video, uh, messages was really helpful. Definitely got in some steps. So I am all about getting in steps. Our dear friend, Nicole, friend of the podcast, friend of friends, uh, talked about being on conference calls and walking around her house, which I was like, that's not fitness. You can't do that. That doesn't count as anything. Turns out she gets like 30,000 steps a day. So who's laughing now? Well, I think this is a perfect example too. Like we talk a lot about rebounding and getting steps, but you know, bouncing on a yoga ball or dancing in place is, are things that I've never thought of, but perfectly excellent ways to get uh, to get steps um, and, you know, a really good use of your time when you're on a conference call that you can still kind of pay attention to, but not actually have to 100% focus on or talk on. Yeah. Uh, Paulette, who is in multiple place, stability place, um, she was at her family's house recently and they had one of those under table peddler deals. I'm very articulate. I'm yeah. Saying. I have never heard of an undertable peddler deal, but uh, <laughs> I, I like the sound of it. No, it looks like little pedals that you can move your feet on. Yeah. Mm non-exercise activity thermogenesis getting in a little bit of movement while you're sitting uh really matters so i agree just keep on moving yeah maybe i should look into one of those that actually would be a pretty good idea under my, my desk my concern that is that my desk would need to be higher because i would keep hitting my knees on the bottom of the yeah, desk maybe. but uh well but we'll uh, we'll see if we can figure that out uh so the next uh tip from kendra is uh, dealing with getting extra protein she says you can combine a protein shake and overnight oats for a delicious protein filled and convenient snack or small meal um i said it, I, I, I said it that way because she put an exclamation point at the end of it um i pre-measure out a serving of oats and a serving of chocolate protein powder into a leak proof tupperware or a mason jar and then when i want some i just add milk and shake it the uh, oats act like a shaker ball to stir the shake and give it a nice texture, and the protein powder brings the flavor and the protein. Also, shaking it is non-activity. I know. Thermogenesis. Or it's just activity, burning calories, yeah, shaking you're shaking it. it like a Polaroid picture. Maybe you could also waltz or salsa while you were shaking it. Or add salsa to the powder, too. Uh, no, you went too far. You no. took it too far. Uh, no, but we're not 
uh, big on the oats personally, but uh, this this podcast is for everyone. And if you're an oat folk, then this is a way to get it done. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this uh, this may be a way to uh, pack some protein into your day uh, in a what would otherwise appear to be a proteinless uh, snack. Yeah, no, I totally am up for uh, adding protein in interesting ways. So that was a good one. There's another protein-packed tip coming your way just now. What? There is. There can't be more than one tip oh, about getting protein so into your day. Protein. So uh, her next one is add canned chicken breast to finished recipes. My boyfriend is vegetarian, so I don't like cooking whole recipes with meat, but I can easily add a serving of canned chicken to almost any kind of soup or burrito bowl or whatever thing I made for both of us, and it tastes good. I love it. That's yeah. it. I love it. So this tip, I think, really falls into the kind of doctor, doctor, pump up the volume situation because yeah. uh, I do that for my daughter who eats meat and occasionally for Donald who does not eat meat. So I made uh, chicken soup the other night from a container and I added additional chicken to it to pump up the volume. I also added corn. Very exciting. And I also made a side of pasta so I could measure out the pasta into her bowl, our daughter's bowl, and then add a specific portion to my bowl too so that um, it wasn't like, oh, no, how much pasta am I getting? How am I supposed to know? I could add that and that really uh, that really helped. And for those of you who might be new listeners, um, pump up the volume is uh, is pronounced pump up, pump the, up the volume. volume. And what what we're talking about there is adding very low calorie things like salsa, tomatoes, uh, mushrooms, onions, um, you know, things that uh, really are low calorie but can fill you up to other items to really spread them out. Adding cauliflower to uh, mac and cheese, for example, can um, really yeah. uh, stretch it out and you get a lot more food for the same calories. Yeah. So um, if I'm making sauteed vegetables, I can make it vegetarian, but then add a, a, a animal protein if I want it or Donald can have it vegetarian. So it's not like we're tied to that final product. And then Dr. Doctor is uh, taking recipes that you that you know and love and altering them to make them lower calorie and more fr- uh, friendly to your uh, your diet and exercise plan. Yeah, so I love it. Uh, our next tip is also about protein. What? More protein? How much protein can one person get? It turns out a lot. Three. Uh, Three protein. She says, I recently discovered a single serving microwave soup, which means heating up chicken stock in a microwave safe bowl with any combination of eggs, frozen wontons, soft tofu, spinach, miso paste, and so on. It's very easy to get a warm, comforting, tasty, brothy soup with a lot of protein, but very few calories that way. This one I might actually try. Um, I'm uh, I'm not a uh, chicken soup person, as I am also a vegetarian like Kendra's boyfriend. But um, doing like a nice veggie broth, I love a brothy soup, especially in these cold winter months, sweater weather. And I'm all about the uh, the tofu, the spinach, the miso paste. All of that sounds uh, pretty tasty to me. Well, that would be cool too if you chopped up. <laughs> I'm giving you homework. Chopped up some tofu and had it kind of ready to go, and then you could just yeah, bang, yeah. bang boom it together. Yeah, for sure. And I could probably even just take that to work and do it in the microwave at work. Yeah, for sure. Good times. So the next one is about water. 
Water? water? I've heard of water. I have, too. Uh, this is one that we uh, do, so uh, we're on board with Kendra. Change your water filter, Brita filter specifically, frequently. Yeah. Sometimes I notice that I haven't been drinking as much water as usual because it gradually has started to taste worse without me realizing it. And when I change the filter, I'm suddenly motivated to drink water again. Yes. Yes, indeed. And um, I actually have a reminder on my calendar uh, to change it regularly. We have a filter on our tap, and then we have a uh, Brita in the refrigerator that we fill up all the time. And I have reminders that uh, to change them regularly, and it really does make a difference. Plus, also, not just changing the filter, but really washing the heck out of your filter, you know, uh, of your pitcher. Um, it it does just have water in it, but stuff does build up in there if you don't wash it regularly. Yeah, and bad tasting water just is no way to go through life. We, no, for sure. I don't. Uh, I don't think our friends listen to this podcast, so I can talk about it. Uh, we have friends who don't use filtered water, and then they when we go to visit, they just give us tap water and. The horror and dread I have, I know, is just terrible. So I've it's like actually drinking sadness. Yeah, it's drinking sadness. Uh, I have snuck water into the house, like in a <laughs> in a separate duffel bag, and hide it in our guest room and drink it in secret so that they don't know that I'm not drinking their water because it's terrible. I mean, like, you want to be a nice guest and not complain, but ew. Well, I have been known to bring small coolers with some uh, cans of sparkling water in them to to gatherings at other people's houses just to make sure that I have something that I really like to drink that's not full of calories. Yeah, I'm just a water snob. I can't. I think someone came to visit us and went to the tap for water, and it was like yeah, someone like, no, was- No, 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 no. Don't do that. But I did like a slow-mo, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like you jumped in front of their glass to yeah, take the bullet. to take the bullet. <laughs> but it, I, I guess I feel a little bit like a snob. They're like, I'm just drinking a little water. Like, yeah, you yeah. cannot do that. You've got to triple filter it. Yeah, exactly. Anywho. So the next one is for general eating better. And I can't believe I've never thought of this one before, but it really makes so much sense. It is keep the kitchen clean. What? Like, what does keeping the kitchen clean have to do with eating better? Well, she says, I make bad food choices when I go in the kitchen and I have a whole bunch of dishes to get done before I even think about what I want to eat. Even if I can't keep it all the way clean, just focusing on having clean silverware and at least a clean bowl and plate helps a lot. And I've never really made this connection before, but it's so true. If I go in the kitchen and there's already a lot of dishes, then I don't really want to make more dishes right. too. And so that will influence what I decide to to grab. You know, something that maybe not as filling, but much more convenient that doesn't create a dirty dish, you know, may not be the best way to go, but actually keeping up on the dishes and keeping it clean can really influence what you're eating. Yeah, I know for me, I definitely get overwhelmed by clutter and dishes. And I don't really do meal planning for the week because it kind of ties into how messy is the kitchen? How much work do I have to do? What kind of time do I have? So I definitely do meals that are super easy with 
no mess. Like I'll make uh, steamed wontons or something like that because I know I won't have a lot of dishes to do. But I think having a clean space makes it much more easy. Like even if our refrigerator is super cluttered and messy, I'm like, I don't want to even open it. To me. I know. Let's just get takeout. Just I even don't re- deal remembering with it. like that you bought fruit that's sitting in the back of the refrigerator, you know, can be difficult sometimes if you don't keep it organized in there. Yeah, I was cleaning out the freezer the other day and I was like, I didn't even know that this was back here. Like, look at all the food we have. Yeah, exactly. uh, So organizing your clutter, I think, is a great tip of the week. Tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to you. Okay, so I've got one for mindset and motivation during weight loss. And this one is from, oh, Kendra Kendra. also. Let's say it's from Kendra. Uh, While losing weight, have at least one nice outfit that you feel good in and lets you see the progress you've made. I would have thought that baggy clothes would make me feel proud of myself, but mostly it's just it just felt weird and uncomfortable to have something that used to fit or even be tight to feel loose, and I couldn't always tell whether something fit the way it was supposed to. I like thrift stores for shirts, dresses, and jackets. Then, either order smaller sizes of jeans that I already like, or get forgiving stretchy pants like leggings so I don't have to be as careful about the fit. So for me, I definitely used to hold on to five different sizes just in case I went up the scale or down the scale like I was a musical instrument not a great thing to have lots of baggy clothes around because I tend to fill the space that I'm given exactly and we used to we did an episode about uh about how important it is to have clothes that fit you I know that when I would wear uh, a pair of jeans that was too tight on me, I would just feel miserable all the time. And I would think negative thoughts about myself all the time. But having something that I'm comfortable in uh, is actually sort of freeing and motivating. And so having when you're going down the scale, when the scale is going in the right direction, um, having clothes that really make you feel good in them so that you can see your progress, I think is important. And it's a good mental boost, if nothing else. Yeah. And I love the idea of the thrift stores. I know for me, I just joined our local buy nothing group on Facebook. Oh, yeah. You have uh, uh, you joined it and you joined it hard. Oh, boy. It is so fun. Uh, maybe this is its own tip of the week. But I heard on the Gretchen Rubin Happier podcast uh, that there is a uh, go to the website buynothing.org. It is a worldwide, I was going to say universal, but I'm not sure about the the Martians uh, and their (laughs) their buy nothing thing. Uh, But you join the group and people just post things for free. So sometimes it's clothing, furniture, whatever. And people are giving away amazing finds. I don't know if it's specifically because of COVID. People aren't really having yard sales or don't want to go to consignment stores. Yeah. But uh, it's usually contactless pickup. People are getting rid of dresses and jackets and jeans. And uh, it's been a great way to uh, repopulate and redistribute clothing. It's been a great way to get a lot of stuff out of our place. Too. Oh my gosh. It's been so fun. <laughs> and you don't make any money on it, but. Uh, but it's still just really freeing to have stuff that to get it out of the house and not have it sitting around. Yeah, but I used to think, I mean, I gave away an entire trunk full of clothing to someone at one point because I didn't know what else to do with it. And uh, being able to give away high quality clothing to people in need is really fun and super, super cool. So uh, yeah, I'm all about just keeping your closet full of clothes that make you feel good and not make you feel dread. Clothing is not a punishment. It's not, uh, I actually got rid of a pair of jeans that are, I've just decided after two years probably aren't going to fit. So felt good to get them out of the house. Absolutely. 
Okay, our next uh, tip from Kendra is for managing calories. Uh, she says, I try to follow the 80-20 or the 90-10 rule for fun food versus nutritious food that helps me meet my goals. So I'm assuming what she means here is not eating 80% fun food and 20% no, nutritious I'm, food. I think the I'm math is... pretty sure it's the other way around, uh, which I've never thought of it in those terms, but I, uh, I try and do the same thing. She says, so I named one of my meals on my fitness pal desserts and junk. <laughs> desserts and junk. Desserts and junk. It's and fun. then any kind of treat gets logged into that meal, no matter what time of day I eat it. I can then go look at my calorie breakdown for the week and see what percent of my food came from treats. This has really helped me find a balance between feeling like I needed to restrict all treats and just eating everything I felt like, no matter how it made me feel physically and emotionally. I think this is great. So, you know, instead of having breakfast, lunch, dinner, or a snack, you create a category called uh, treats and junk or treats whatever junk. you want to call it. I know Catherine uh, uh, gave me a tip once where whenever she goes out and has a meal out and doesn't know what to call it, she just has a, cat, uh, a, a line item called all the food. All the food. That is my... And, and you know, estimates like, what, 3,000 calories for it um, or depending on what it is. Each unit of all the food is 1,500 calories. Yeah. So I could have two units of all the food, which would be 3,000 calories, or half a unit of all the food, which is 750 calories. Yeah, but in order to keep this 80-10 or, or uh, sorry, 80-20 or 90-10 rule of fun food, food versus nutritious food, um, you know, you can really see how you're doing if you have an easy category like this in MyFitnessPal or Fitbit or whatever app you're using to track or even just, you know, good old pen and paper um, to track your calories. Uh, it makes it very easy to see. Yeah. And in uh, Fitbit, you can track breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then snacks as morning, afternoon, or evening. So I tend to put my snack food under the evening category, my after dark category, oh. which, uh, which helps me see where that treat is going. So usually I save my more indulgent sweet treats for my evening. So uh, if you're in that, but we don't use MyFitnessPal. It's good to know about MyFitnessPal. It sure is. Uh, I really should uh, download and use MyFitnessPal at some point just to see what it's like. I'm just like, I Fitbit came with the Fitbit and I've just used it for you know since I first got it and I've never even really bothered checking out any of the other ones yeah I like Fitbit <laughs> <laughs> like I said even if you know I'm not going to write a strongly worded letter because something is actually 420 calories not 440 calories so I'm fine if it's a little bit off it's yeah fine. I don't micromanage it uh okay so next one uh for body image and finding a goal weight hmm. yeah if it's financially feasible I like alliteration. Yeah. Uh, that's me. That's not Kendra. Uh, try getting a DEXA scan or something like that to get an objective view of yourself. I have been overweight since I hit puberty, so I struggle to choose a goal weight because I didn't have any previous healthy adult weight to work towards. Same. I wasn't sure how much of what my body looked like was because of the extra weight and how much was just my frame and bone structure. And previous body image struggles meant I couldn't be an objective judge. I totally get all of this. Yeah, absolutely. Getting the scan and seeing a specific body fat percentage, as well as an x-ray that showed where my fat was distributed, helped me figure out some of those things. 
That's awesome. I've totally seen those DEXA scan. Well, and when we interviewed our friend Rebecca on uh, that episode, she uh, talked about having a DEXA scan and uh, how it was helpful to her, too. Well, and I know I used to think I was big boned. Turned out I was big portioned. <laughs> I uh, I mean, I am I'm probably a medium build, I think, but yeah. definitely seeing those DEXA scans. Uh, we haven't done them, but I think it's something that's in our, our future, maybe post COVID doing them, um, seeing what portion of your body is actually fat, water weight, bone structure, I think really does help. Uh, we have a scale that estimates body fat percentage. Yeah. Um, so if you can do that, I think that that's a really great kind of way to see what, where you're, you know, I know you can't lose weight in specific areas. You need to tone to, to slim down, but I think having a DEXA scan is a great idea. And, uh, you know, we've talked about before um, how much uh, it sort of was a just a guessing game almost on what our goal weights ought to be. You know, I, I set a goal weight just sort of randomly that I thought I would never, ever hit. And then when I got there, I realized they still had probably another, you know, 30 pounds to lose after that. And so I, I readjusted. But, um, you know, using a tool like this, if you have the option to do it, uh, could be a really good idea. Yeah. Uh, so the next tip from Kendra is for managing food triggers. She says, try getting a slightly healthier or less triggery version of the food you have trouble with. And we uh, we talked about this uh, on the last episode a little bit. Yeah. Um, I do this with getting stove popcorn instead of the microwave bag, so it's more work. Getting the whole wheat protein pancake mix and pre-portioning the mix into little jars so I only make one pancake at a time. That's a really great idea. That is some A-plus activity right there. Getting the natural peanut butter so you have to stir and reduce, uh, oh, and get the reduced sugar jam so that I can still have peanut butter sandwiches, but I'm not tempted to binge on the peanut butter itself and the jam. And getting boring gummy vitamins made of fruit juice instead of the really tasty sugar-coated ones that make me want to eat the entire container. Oh my container. gosh, those like chocolate. I, I don't, uh, I'm not one for vitamins too much, but seeing those ones that are like the chocolate chews, and you don't need to make it better tasting for me. Yeah, if your vitamins are causing you to want to binge food, you're definitely having Dude, the wrong vitamins you know at that what? point. I'm a Flintstones kid. Yeah. One million strong and growing, mostly uh, in my belt size. I used to totally eat so many Flintstone vitamins and thinking that uh, every Wilma was making me a stronger kid. Turns out, full of sugar and deliciousness. Yeah, and we talked about recently how uh, microwave popcorn, like, you know, air pop popcorn is a pretty healthy treat, uh, but microwave popcorn can have a huge amount of calories in it. And so, you know, not all popcorn is created equal, just as a good example. And um, Catherine has talked about, we mentioned it on the last episode, um, there are, there. you know, she loves pot pies. I mean, who doesn't? Um, there, we have one friend who doesn't, and I need, I think she needs some sort of yeah, help for sure. somehow. Um, and there's, there are brands out there that are almost too tasty yeah. and make you want to eat, like eat and eat and eat. And then there's like the, the one that's just good, which satisfies that, that pot pie feeling without making you want to keep binging and binging. Well, and I went to the grocery store with our daughter last night. Um, I have an Oreo problem. 
Uh, they're just really super hyper palatable, which is an actual thing that they do in, in laboratories to make food taste delicious. Which is really interesting because, you know, I really like Oreos, but I could have one or two and just be fine. Like, right. I, I wouldn't need to eat the whole container of those. But here's the thing. Our daughter also likes the vanilla or like the white yellow. Vanilla wafers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. And so she almost got Oreos last night, and I was really nervous about that because I was like, I can't even have one of them because they just hit, they trigger whatever. It's not even like they're delicious to me. They just make me want to eat them all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They do it. It's not me. (laughs) Um, They did it to me. They got in my brain, made me tell lies. Yeah. Um, But... She, our, our daughter was like walking by the cookies. We wanted to have cookies in the house. I was oh, like, yeah. all right, well, I'll j- I just won't have any Oreos. And then she was like, ooh, Nilla wafers. Oh, they're so good. And I was like, sure. Are you like a 90-year-old? Who like-? <laughs> like she also loves her favorite uh, candy is Werther's. And she likes white chocolate a lot. I don't know. I like, we've got a good friend who's the same way. I don't know what it is about that, you know, palate but type. But I am grateful that our daughter likes foods that I don't. So oh, yeah, she me ended too. up getting the Nilla wafers and then spent about 20 minutes campaigning us to eat Nilla wafers last night. And I was like, this She is was not- really selling them hey. hard. Like she had stock in Nilla wafers and was trying to get us to get hey, on you know, board. Nilla? Nilla is short for vanilla? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you save so much time. Yeah. I don't really care about Nilla wafers. Yeah. I-, I could eat one, but they don't trigger me. I, I could work in a Twizzler factory I'm never going to eat a Twizzler. I enjoy having foods in the house that are, meh, they're good, they're fine, but they're not uh, super triggery. So I am on board with Kendra's suggestion. Yes, thank you, Kendra. Oh, and here's another one from Kendra. It's uh, <laughs> it's uh, the final Kendra tip, actually. The final Kendra. Wow. <laughs> you know what I was actually going to do? I was going to do like, Kendra. <laughs> Kendra. Wow. Like the whole like. Kendra Strzok. No, no, I get it. Like ACDC, our favorite band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendra Ang- Strzok. Angus Young. Yeah. Should we call this episode Kendra Strzok? Sure, why not? <laughs> we can do what we want. Uh, let's see. She didn't actually tell us what to name the episode, so I think this is our time. Yeah, to this do is it. where we have to do the work to yeah. come uh, up with the episode title. Yeah, that's the longest part of this whole job is exactly. just coming up with titles. Okay, so here is the last one for managing leftovers. Not familiar with the term, mm, had to yeah. look it up. Turns don't out people don't are. eat all the food. Yeah, that's weird. Um, I have designated a person who has never had a weight problem. Must be nice. Yeah. Uh, and, okay, so I've designated a person who hasn't had a weight problem and wants any leftover treats or food I don't want. So if I'm worried about eating more of something than I planned, before I can get the food to him, I text him a picture of the package so he can see how much is left. So before she eats it, hey, I'm going to give you half of this. Great stuff. Then if I eat more than planned, he gets disappointed that he doesn't get his entire portion. Yeah. Uh, And then that motivates me enough to not eat the entire problem food. So if she's like, hey, I'm going to give you half of my pizza – and then she's like, oh, but if I eat all of it, then he gets no pizza. Then I've let him down. So she must be maybe an obliger who likes that outer accountability. Exactly. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know, having a person in your life who has uh, you want to give leftovers to who has never had a weight problem, maybe that is not reasonable for you. But this is just a great example of outer accountability and how to reach out to a friend a neighbor, a colleague, a family member, and uh, find some way to have that help that person to help you work accountability into your life. Okay, I also have two fun 
anecdotes that I'm going to share now. I can't wait. I love fun anecdotes. So uh, our daughter wanted to make a uh, red velvet cake at one point. I did a little bit of math and found out that that cake had 10,000 calories in it. Yeah. Delicious, delicious calories. Oh, my goodness. That's like a blooming onion. Oh, my gosh. It was so much. So uh, I didn't want to not make the cake with her. But what we did do is we portioned out a quarter of the cake and then took the rest of the cake to our fit neighbor who happens to be a personal trainer. Yeah. Um, He used to – in the before times, he would have a weekly meeting of guys. And so uh, we gave him the cake so he could share it with the guys. Now, we're not saying share your treats with people who also have weight issues. But if you do know someone who doesn't have a weight issue, maybe give your food to them. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Fun aside number two, in the buy nothing group that I'm in, and we live in a a heavily populated area, uh, and please practice safety, and I'm not saying just randomly take uh, food from strangers, but there is someone in the group who often makes chilies and soups and has leftovers and will be like, hey, I've got two quarts of chicken soup. Here are the ingredients. If you're interested, come over and take them. It is great. I'm like, people are just giving away food on the internet. What what a time to be alive. Yeah, exactly. But if you make something... and know that you have an extra portion before you eat your portion, put it in a container and maybe put it in the freezer so that you can't eat it or offer it up on one of these buy nothing groups. I'm not saying like, hey, I've got one pizza crust. Anybody want it up for grabs? But if you have a giant portion of something, or even if you go to Costco and get a giant portion of something that you don't need, give away half of it on the buy nothing group. There are people doing that left and right. Free things happening all around you. You might not even know about. Yes, indeed. That's my fun fact number two. So now we're giving a a bonus tip at the very end that ties into that extra food category. We are in a season of extra food right now. If you are listening to this, like we said, and you still have Halloween candy, it is November candy. Get rid of it. Nobody needs it. Everybody else that you know has extra candy right now. Nobody needs it. It is okay to throw it in the trash. We are getting to, in the U.S., we are getting into the Thanksgiving time. There is going to be many opportunities for leftovers and you don't want to get rid of it. Please, please, please don't be like me and just make five pounds of mashed potatoes for two people, which I definitely did in the past because you want leftovers for 12 days. Get rid of the food. Make a smaller portion. You're going to be satisfied with your delicious meal. Get rid of it. Please don't give up all of your goals through November and December. We've all done it before. We've all said, you know, this is the year that I'm not going to do it. And then January comes around and you you finally face the scale again and you're up 10 pounds. Don't be like me and make it take 10 months to lose the 10 pounds. Oh, my goodness. Which it is exactly what has happened literally the last two years. Am I going to break the chain this year? I don't know. I really do hope so. I think you can do it. But don't use leftover food as a loophole. I don't want to waste it. It would be a shame to waste it. We are people who have disordered eating habits. And if we invoke the don't waste the food loophole, we're just going to be full of regret and probably some extra weight at the holidays, which we totally don't need. For sure. Let other people worry about leftovers if you have trouble having them around the house enjoy indulge but remember thanksgiving's a day christmas eve christmas day hanukkah fine manage that but don't use it as 50 plus days 
to overindulge and then be full of regret. Yes, indeed. And uh, that last bit was actually written by us slash Catherine. Which is why it was inarticulate. There wasn't one alliteration in there. Unlike no, Kendra's. not at all. But uh, the rest of the episode, thank you so much to Kendra for writing in. Uh, if uh, you would like to write in and uh, basically uh, fill an episode with content, <laughs> we would love to hear from you. Uh, you can reach us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. And we will also answer your questions. Um, we uh, we love your tips, your tricks. Uh, we will get back to you eventually. Um, it may not be right away, but we do uh, always answer. And uh, if you've got episode topics that you would like us to cover um, and uh, that we haven't gone over, uh, we'd love to hear from you there too. And uh, really, really thank you so much, Kendra, for uh, writing in and giving us so many great tips from your perspective. Yes, you made it easy for us. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But if you uh, need a little extra accountability at the holiday season, you can join us at Wolt Place, W-O-L-T Place. Yeah, It is an accountability group for women. It is not a weight loss plan, but it is a support group where you can be supported by other women going through similar challenges. We have maintainers, we have people who are just starting their journeys, uh, but it is a safe and wonderful place to uh, share your needs during the holiday season and all year round, all 12 months out of a year. Um, You can find out more about Walt Place by going to our website, weonlylookthin at gmail.com and click on join our support group for more information. Yeah, and if you sign up for a uh, one month membership, you get a complimentary three-day trial to see if you like it and if you sign up for a three-month membership you get a complimentary seven-day trial and if you don't need extra accountability you can also find us on the socials at uh, twitter instagram and facebook at we only look thin yes indeed uh and uh, you can find all of our episodes wherever you found this one uh they're also on our website if it's easier for you to listen on the internet um and if you wouldn't mind doing us a favor it really helps us out if you go to apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a review um it helps uh people find us uh it boosts us in search results and it also boosts our egos it does and we are 13 uh, star reviews away from 400. Can you uh, get to 400 by New Year? Hopefully be by 15. the time we, we post this, we'll be over 400. Oh, please be one of the stars or yeah. five of the stars, as it, as it were. That would be super great. That'd be super great indeed. So if you still don't know the difference between desserts and junk and a DEXA scan, just remember <laughs> that Donald and I are, and an, Kendra, wait, and Kendra, are an, an inspiration Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.